Blessings, everybody, and this is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in Mark chapter 5, and the last couple of episodes we've been looking at a particular thing that happened in Jesus' life. So let's go back and start at the beginning again and read through this, and we'll finish the account today, okay? Now remember, repetition is at the heart of learning, okay? So it's good to listen to the Scripture over and over. It's good to think through these things. Uh, don't let that spirit of familiarity rob anything from you that the Spirit might be wanting to reveal right now. So here's Mark, chapter 5, verse 1, says this. They came to the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, immediately a man from the tombs with an unclean spirit met him, and he had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one was able to bind him anymore, even with a chain, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains. And the chains had been torn apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces, and no one was strong enough to subdue him. Now, let me just stop here for a moment. Uh, it's sort of interesting how much detail Mark goes into right here. Okay, he says that no one was able to bind him. Okay, okay, no one's able to bind him even with a chain. Okay, I wonder if they ever done it before. Well, yeah, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains. So not only chains, but shackles and chains. And the chains had been torn apart by him, and the shackles had been broken in pieces, and no one was strong enough to subdue him. I mean, it's bullet point after bullet point after bullet point that shows the strength that this man possessed by the demons. Okay, it was the demons that were doing this within this man. Now, uh, verse 5, constantly, night and day, he was screaming among the tombs and in the mountains and gnashing himself with Stones, gnashing, <laughs> gashing himself with stones. Sorry about that. Verse 6, seeing Jesus from a distance, he ran up and bowed down before him. And shouting with a loud voice, he said, What business do we have with each other, Jesus, Son of the Most High? I implore you by God, do not torment me. For he had been saying to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. So that's what Jesus had been saying He'd been saying to the man, come out of him, come out of him. He's actually saying it to the unclean spirit. Verse 9, and Jesus was asking him, what is your name? And he said to him, my name is Legion, for we are many. And he began to implore Jesus earnestly not to send them out of the country. Now there was a large herd of swine feeding nearby on the mountain. So the demons implored Jesus, saying, send us into the swine so that we may enter them. Jesus gave them permission. And coming out, the unclean spirits entered the swine, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea, about 2,000 of them, and they were drowned in the sea. The herdsmen ran away and reported it in the city and in the country, and the people came to see what it was that had happened. So this is the point that we've reached at right now. Remember, these herdsmen were likely not the owners of the swines. Okay? They were just the ones that were hired to keep watch of them. They go into town. They report what's happening. Can you imagine? Hey, this guy pulls up in this boat. He comes out. The demon guy from up in the tombs, he comes down. They have a conversation. All of a sudden, and this guy gives permission for the demons to go from this guy into our pigs. Our pigs went crazy and went over the side of the cliff here. They ran into the sea and drowned themselves. Well, the people are going, are you kidding me? And they came out to see what had happened. What do they find? Well, the scripture doesn't describe it this way, but they would have seen a bunch of pigs bobbing out there and dead. Okay, floating around makes a real mess. Verse 15, they came to Jesus and observed the man who had been demon-possessed 
sitting down, clothed, and in his right mind, the very man who had had the legion. And they became frightened. Now, folks, this is profound. They come. They can see the carnage. They can see dead pigs floating around. Okay? They come, and they see Jesus, and they're observing. They see this guy, and it was a man who had been demon-possessed. Notice how Mark describes it in verse 15. The man who had been demon-possessed. We always call them uh, the demon-possessed one. We always call them the one that had uh, Mary Magdalene, seven spirits in her, right? Wish we could come up with a better way to uh, call them after they're set free. But here, the man who had been demon-possessed, look what he's doing. He's sitting down. Apparently, he didn't do that before. He was clothed. He was running around naked. We'd seen that from the other Gospels before. And he was in his right mind. He was acting out of his mind, according to the fullness of the account. The very man who had had had, had, had the legion. So how did the people respond? Were they rejoicing? Were they standing in awe? Were they amazed? <clears throat> no, they were frightened. And you know what? Well, not be too hasty with them right here. I'm not too sure I wouldn't be too frightened, right? Because they knew this guy. They'd known everything. They tried to shackle him. They tried to bind him. They tried to do everything. And now he's sitting there and he's totally normal. One of the other gospels says that he's sitting at the feet of Jesus. He's fully clothed. He's in his right mind. Verse 16. Those who had seen it described to them how it had happened to the demon-possessed man and all the swine. So there was all these witnesses here of this. Verse 17, and they began to implore him to leave their region. That's the fourth time for that word implored. Now, the people are begging Jesus to leave the region. Why in the world would they be begging Jesus to leave the region? Well, to start with, somebody took a hit right here financially. A bunch of dead pigs, okay? So you got some uh, social disruption going on right here, no doubt. They're terrified because of what happened here. And this guy has got power to cast out de demons out of this guy and to send them into the pigs like that. What might he do to us? Okay, it's not too far-fetched to think that kind of stuff. So Jesus, they begged him to leave. Guess what he's going to do? <clears throat> he's going to leave. He's going to leave. Verse 18. And he was getting into the boat. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed, this in the past, was imploring him, there's that word again, <clears throat> that he might accompany him. The guy wanted to go with Jesus. Well, don't you know he did? He had been set free of stuff that we can't even begin to imagine, people. He had been set free and he wanted to go with him. Verse 19. And Jesus did not let him go. Oh, now, why is that? Well, the rest of the verse is going to give us a little insight, but think about this. He did not let him go, but Jesus said to him, Go home to your people and report to them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he had mercy on you. Mm, folks, this is so, so important right here. You see, Jesus, when he's going through the land of the Jewish people, he was often saying to the demons and the people alike, no, don't tell anybody who I am. Don't say anything about it. But here, when he's in the land of the Gentiles, he tells the guy, go home. Go home, tell your people what happened to you, and report these great things. There were two great things. It's what the Lord had done for him and the mercy the Lord had for him. Verse 20, and he went away and began to proclaim in Decapolis what great things Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed. Now they're amazed. Okay. He went through the Decapolis, Decapodeca, 10, 
Polis, 10-city region. He didn't just go to some little place over here. He went to the entire region telling the great things that Jesus had done for him. Now, let me tell you something else. Later on, you're, we're going to see uh, the next verse. Jesus leaves. He goes across the lake. Later on, he's going to come back to this region. When he comes back to this region, they receive him with arms open wide. Right now, they're imploring him to leave. But when he comes back, they receive him with arms open wide. What's the difference? Yeah, the proclamation and the testimony of one man of the great things that Jesus had done for him. Yeah, that's convicting, isn't it, folks? We should be proclaiming the great things the Lord has done for us. Be reminded, the most powerful thing that you can ever tell anybody is what the Lord has done in your life. Share that and watch what happens. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.